So welcome to another session of CLA Moments with Jackie C. This is January of 2020 and I am so excited to be before the listeners on an exciting chat today with a friend of mine. I'm going to introduce you to her uh, by reading her bio. Um, Her name is Lorraine Muhammad. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting this woman probably back in 1994, if you believe it or not. We went to Illinois State University together. And so I've known her ever since and have just watched her grow into a powerful woman. Just a little bit about Lorraine. She is a wife, first and foremost. She's a mother, a teacher, an IT professional, a leader, an educator, a motivational speaker, a coach, a business owner of a business called Realize the Power of You. She's an author and the journey continues. And if you think that's a lot, the story continues. She's also an active member of the Nation of Islam and has served as a mentor to the community youth via the Boys and Girls Club of Bloomington Normal. She's also part of the Mentoring and Program Scholarships uh, Committee for High School Seniors. And additionally, she is an active member of the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated and Jack and Jill Incorporated. So this woman is busy, 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 but she's busy giving back. And I think that's what I love about her and that's what's drawn me to her story. So today, I'm going to have a chat with Lorraine, Um, and my endeavor this year is to monthly highlight a woman that is inspiring to me, um, that I actually strive to to do and be more like, just by their push and their press and the things that they believe they're supposed to go after in life. And so I hope today you can glean something from our conversation um, and hear a little bit about Lorraine's story. So Lorraine, good morning. How are you feeling? Good morning. I'm well. How are you? I am blessed and thankful to be here with you on this Saturday morning. Um, We are enjoying just a chit chat, kind of an intimate setting. Um, and just we are excited for you guys to hear our conversation. So I'm going to jump right in and ask Lorraine some questions. And then I just want you to um, find yourself in her story as she just kind of shares about her personal and professional journey. So Lorraine, the first question that I have for you this morning is uh, we heard about all of the things that you are involved in. So as a woman, as a working woman, as a woman who's starting to try to kick off a business and volunteers a little bit, how do you balance all of the things that I talked about? um, And how do you balance being a mother and a professional? And then what have you felt like you've had to sacrifice both personally and professionally? Well, first, let me thank you for the opportunity to speak. Um, I'm so very proud of you. Oh, thank you. Well, I would say it requires being very intentional and what I mean um, by being very intentional and I I don't get it right all the time but one of the things especially as wife mother professional I know that time and life is short and I want to make sure that I'm there for my children or for my family yet still fulfilling the passions that I have for my business and for helping others and what I did is I wanted to make sure that I didn't miss or minim- minimally miss any of my children's events um, because I know it was very important for them and for me to be there for them. Uh, and so the balancing really came in with um, 
trying to figure out what was important to me, what things could I attend, what things that I need to say no to, and how do I still become present at my children's life events. Now, did that come with sacrifices? Of course it did. Um, professionally, I would say there were times I couldn't be at every event that happened at work, if that was a happy hour, if that was something uh, including travel uh, to different locations, if that was required for work, um, if that meant I couldn't or didn't choose to get certified in certain insurance certifications or extracurricular type things because I knew if I really wanted to put myself into those as I know I would want to, that would take time away from my family. Uh, I'm in a lot of meetings, don't get me wrong, but I'm grateful for things like technology that allows me to do things virtually, yet still be present both at home and in the actual event or meeting. I remember many times getting that mother's guilt, mom, you're going to another meeting, mom, when are you going to stay home? And when you hear that from your child or children, that resonates with, at least with me in a certain kind of way. And I never wanted them to feel neglected. And so I had to be very intentional to basically answer that question. Hmm. That's good. Uh, Lauren, one thing that you said that um, jumped out at me was uh, you talked about mother's guilt. And I think I've seen that in meetings um, that I've been in or friends that I have that are, that are mothers to small children, just feeling like, um, I don't want to miss out on their lives, but yet I have a job to do. And so how do you reconcile those things? Like, hey, I still have a job to do. I still have responsibilities as a leader, as a business owner, but I don't want to miss out on the small moments. So how do you reconcile those? It's not always easy. I'm grateful for the company that I work for that we have, and it may seem something simple, but there was a time when we didn't have laptops to bring home. <laughs> there was a time yeah. when to do that work, you had to go into the office. Something as simple as having a laptop allows me to still be here with my family. Um, we could be at the table watching movies. I'm doing work, they're doing their homework. We're doing it together. We're both yeah. working together and we're in the same vicinity. Mm -hmm. um, again, technology has been great. Things like the freeconference.com to allow literally, and many mothers I know, we've, we've talked about this, I'll put myself on mute because I'm at the basketball game. I'm putting myself on mute because I'm driving home from wherever. So I'm grateful for technology that has allowed some of that to be a little easier than what it used to be mm -hmm. probably in the late 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, good, good answer. So I think that goes back to when you were talking about being intentional. So even like an activity is learning how to use technology if it's available in your, in your job to your advantage so that you can do sort of both, be present at one and then also um, still maintain your responsibilities i'm gonna i'm gonna jump to this because i think this is was an interesting question but so looking back over your career and relationships what advice would you give your younger self that question did take me a minute to think about <laughs> right. and i'm glad that it was asked <laughs> because it gave me a moment of reflection reflection hmm. i initially came up with I would tell my younger self to love yourself 
and value mm. yourself. Wow. Wow. And that mm. I am worth it. Mm. And what I mean by that is in my younger age, younger self as a career, I felt there were times I was doing things for other people because that was prescribed versus being my genuine self. Um, I would tell myself from a career standpoint to ask questions and don't be afraid to surround myself mm. with mentors like because we're not in this alone. And there was a time in my career I felt if I got an assignment, if I had to take on a new project, that I was fully responsible and I had to do it myself. But over time, I learned that there are many people who were given assignments that didn't know a thing about it from day one, and that was okay, but they learned. They surrounded themselves with the right people mm-hmm. and mentors and mm-hmm. groups and learned and did it together. And so I would challenge myself, um, younger self, to always be me. Mm. Don't try to be someone else. And that I can't change people. Mm. Believe them when they say and show you who they are. Yeah, that's powerful. I let, I'm gonna kind of press you on when you said be me. Uh, we work in, in corporate America, and we have an ever-changing environment. So, what does be me look like for you? Be me started probably in '99 when I came to work with my head covered as a Muslim. Mm. Now that might not seem like a big deal, but when you were in corporate America, and back then we just went to business casual, but still, I had to get comfortable uh, with wearing my head covered amongst people who didn't understand it, Hmm. didn't know what that meant, I was the only one doing it, and all the questions that would come around it. And for me, that was a big start um, in becoming who I am, that I don't have to separate who I am when I come through the doors of whatever company, whatever meeting, whatever building, that I could be me and should be me hmm. no matter where I'm at and whom I'm around. Yeah, that, I mean, for those that are listening, I hope you really heard that because that is a message. Um, and I jotted that down, like be me and and being me comes from, and I think you said this at the beginning, Lorraine, loving yourself, valuing yourself, and knowing that you're worth it. And so I definitely hope that viewers can really grab hold of that. And thank you for sharing that personal oh, yes. no um, about your background, your religious background, too. Um, I think the last question I wanted to know is, I'm always curious where people draw their greatest inspiration. So you move at a fast pace like I you and I kind of joke I'm like Lorraine is like go 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 <laughs> and I'm like I can't even keep up and I'm like sometimes I'm embarrassed to say what I have going on because like it's nothing compared to what you have going on but how do you draw your inspiration to continue to move at the pace that you do because you you do a lot but you do it very well well thank you for that um some would call it uh, chaotic, but it brings me joy. What what I draw my inspiration first and foremost is from God, I call Allah. But, and I go from this perspective. Here's something that I 
told myself many years ago, be grateful, not greedy. Be grateful, not greedy. And so when I think about that and I think about mentoring young people, um, teenagers, youth, when I think about being involved with all the different organizations, both at my professional job and my business, I think about how can I help someone else get through life, right? With what I know, with what I've been exposed to, with whatever resources I have. Again, going back to be grateful, not greedy. I could keep it all to myself, but to whom much is given, much is required. The other motivation is I actually enjoy what I do. I I pick the things that give me joy and passion, and I don't necessarily think of them as work, but to know that I am helping someone. I may not know right away. They may it may not be evident till years later, till some child comes up to me and say, Miss Lorraine or Mama Muhammad, they used to call me. <laughs> I really appreciate the time you spent with me, the time you were my second mother, the the time you kind of chastised me and helped me get back on the right path. Those are the rewards that really help me stay grounded mm. and stay focused. That's good. That's awesome. Wow, I I feel richly blessed by the conversation today. So I hope those of you who are listening in feel just as blessed as I do. But I'm going to switch gears really quick. You didn't even know this was coming. This is a top five fast round. So I'm going to ask you some five questions. Ooh, okay. <laughs> she rolled her eyes for those of you. <laughs> I'm going to ask you five questions. I don't even want you to think about it. I just want you to answer those questions. Okay. Number one, your favorite color. Purple. Oh, favorite movie? Godfather. Favorite actor? Mm. Uh, Tyrese. Tyrese. <laughs> That's all right. Favorite song? Ooh, um, oh my goodness, Purple Rain. <laughs> oh yeah, that. Yep, that's my one of my favorite too. And last but not least, what is the favorite thing to do for you to relax? Listen to music listen to music love it thank you so much again Lorraine for your time today I hope those that are listening enjoy this conversation again the platform for see live moments is to really just talk to women each month uh, to hear their story hear a little bit more about them and hopefully you can glean something from their journey and their conversation I hope you were inspired today I hope you learned something new about Lorraine and yourself today And I wish you the best year ever. We will be back next month with another speaker. And so I will uh, uncover that speaker later on in February. And we'll have another conversation. But thanks again for listening to Selah Moments.